Welcome back to another episode of Jake's Takes. My name is Jake. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the podcast. And on this week's episode, we are going to be looking at the NBA offseason grades. We are going to be looking at every team and basically the potential moves that were made and giving grades to um, each of these teams. And so I am going to be using uh, Hoop hype as a website for um all of the teams and all of the the moves just so i can see it all as i go and on their website they look at the worst and the best teams and i'm going to just start with um the charlotte hornets and i'm just going to go in the direction that this website has and i'll give you the grades based on how i see these teams and um yeah let's get started so the first is like I said, the Charlotte Hornets, who basically spent a mo- lot of money on Gordon Hayward and re-signed Bismack Biombo and Lamella Ball is their biggest draft choice. And what they added was a bunch of great additions. Um, their team overall was pretty solid. Um, some pretty good draft choices, I think. You know, in my opinion, it's going to be interesting to see how. Gordon Hayward goes and how he does uh, I think that might hurt them but for what they're looking for I'm going to say overall this uh, was a C plus for their offseason because I do think there is a lot of good I think ball can be a great you know guard for them and I think you know Hayward's better than what they had before and he's a veteran and I think that's a good move and a good situation and um, yeah I think that's uh, that's pretty solid then we have up next is the New York Knicks, who, in all honesty, their offseason for me is a C. And I don't think, you know, they did anything spectacular. And, you know, the Knicks are kind of in a tough spot as it is. And so adding a lot of pieces for them doesn't seem like it always pans out in the right direction. I think um, Alec Brooks was a solid signing. You get Nerlens Noel and Austin Rivers. Um, but. What I have to say is they basically traded, you know, role players for role players, adding guys like Burks and Noel and Austin Rivers and losing guys like Wayne Ellington, Taj Gibson, Mo Harkless, Bobby Portis. They didn't add any superstars. They get a C. It wasn't an awful offseason. So, um, yeah. Then we have probably one of the worst offseasons um, teams here, which is the Orlando Magic. And seeing as how most of the NBA and specifically a lot of teams in the East made additions in one way or another, it seems like it's a tough situation for them because really they just added Cole Anthony in the draft and they added Dwayne Bacon in free agency. They lost out on DJ Augustine and um, Wesley Awudu. They didn't do too much, you know. They are getting, in my book, a solid F because they could have done so much more. And it looks like at this point they're going to be out of the playoffs. And um, honestly, I think Charlotte, and we'll talk about Atlanta, both made big strides in the right direction to give themselves that extra step. Then we have the San Antonio Spurs who are up next. And for me, San Antonio, they added Devin Vassell and Trey Jones in the draft. They re-signed Jakob Portal. They lost Byron Forbes and Bellinelli. Um, I don't really see, um, you know, 
a ton of big things for them. I'll give them a C just because um, I think Vassal's good. Portal's a good resign, but they didn't do too many things, and we don't really know where they're going here with Rudy Gay, still Patty Mills. They have DeMar DeRozan, Lamarck Soldridge. It's kind of a, a big question mark. Are they going to rebuild? Are they going to keep their team? I don't see them as a team that really did too much um, for good. So I'm giving them a C because it was an interesting offseason because they didn't do too much um, that much. Uh, so, yeah. Then we have the Milwaukee Bucks, who honestly had a pretty solid offseason. They had Drew Holiday, DJ Augustine, Bobby Portis, Byron Forbes, Torrey Craig, Nick Stauskas, and re-signed Pat Connington. They lost Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, Wesley Matthews, Kyle Korver, Robin Lopez, Ersan Eliasova, and Marvin Williams. So... I think this could have been a better um, offseason if Bogdanovich came in. And so I'm going to give them a B because I do like Drew Holiday. I like all the pieces they add. I think they upgraded. I think they would have had an A in my book if Bogdanovich could have stayed. Obviously, um, he is in Atlanta. And if that situation could have worked out, then it would have been uh, great for them. I think they still get a B because Drew Holiday is better than Eric Bledsoe. DJ Augustine, I think, is as good as George Hill for a backup point guard slot. They added Byron Forbes who, Forbes, who might be a better shooter than uh, Wesley Matthews. Torrey Craig's a good role player, and I think Bobby Portis can be a good bench big. So, B. Moving on to the Chicago Bulls, who um, had a uneventful offseason, to say the least. They added Garrett Temple, Noah Vonley, and Patrick Williams, and they only lost Chris Dunn. So, um... Really, Garrett Temple is a good shooter, and I think Chris Dunn was a tough loss. I think, in my opinion, their offseason is a C- because I don't see any big moves on their way. I didn't think they did too much to make themselves any better. Patrick Williams might be a reach at number four, and if he was someone who was going to go at 8, 9, 10, you could have traded down to potentially add him at a much... Um, different spot in the draft and maybe added some more assets and so they didn't do anything special they didn't go after any big names and they didn't have to so unfortunately uh that's where i put them c minus moving on to the cleveland cavaliers who added javel mcgee isaiah okora and uh damian dotson and re-signed uh, delhi uh they traded away jordan bell and alfonso mckinney and tristan thompson signed in boston so, basically, when you look at uh, the situation here, uh, I have to give their offseason a C because I don't really think they had anything that they needed to do. I think is a great draft choice. JaVale McGee can hopefully replace Tristan Thompson. And Damon Dotson is a solid signing, I guess. Um, I don't see a ton of big things that they could have did, um, which, um, you know, I think uh, you can't really complain about those moves. Um, their offseason overall was interesting, and it wasn't anything special, so see. Moving on to the Houston Rockets, who at this point are the biggest question mark still. They added John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins, Christian Wood, Sterling Brown, Jerry and Grant, a bunch of draft picks. Uh, they lost Westbrook, Austin Rivers, Robert Covington, Jeff Green, Austin Rivers. Um, and their team is basically 
a question mark because we don't know what James Harden's going to do. In my opinion, I think James Harden's gone. Christian Wood was a good signing because he's young and he can fit well. John Wall was more of a let's trade for this guy, hope to get a pick out of it and see where he goes. I think Westbrook's better than Har uh, John Wall at this point, but um, Westbrook uh, is not what the um, Houston Rockets want. So um, getting rid of uh, someone like Covington, even though you got rid of a draft pick and Clint Capella last year to add him seems kind of stupid unless you're planning to rebuild. And so at this point, I think overall... Um, yeah, I'm going to have to say their offseason so far has been a big uh, a big D. I do like Christian Wood, but they're just not that good. And it was pretty bad of an offseason. Moving on to the Detroit Pistons, who uh, added Jeremy Grant, Mason Plumlee, Josh Jackson, Julia Lokefor, Wayne Ellington, Darson Musa, DeLon Wright, Zaire Smith, Killian Hayes, and Isaiah Stewart. Um, also throw into that Sadiq Bey, uh, who was a draft choice for them. They lost Christian Wood, Luke Kennard, Bruce Brown, and Tony Schnell. I think losing Christian Wood was a tough loss, but getting Jeremy Grant to basically replace him is not the worst thing in the world. I think Josh Jackson could be something here, and I think Elon Wright's a solid backup to Derrick Rose. I'd give them a C plus. I thought they had a pretty solid uh, offseason. They had some draft picks. Their team overall just looks um, like it's not going to be the greatest um, overall, but they did upgrade a little bit, and I think some of the moves they made make sense. Moving on to the Indiana Pacers here, who basically um, added uh, Cassius Winston in the draft and re-signed Justin Holiday, Kellen Martin, and Jakar Sampson, and they lost TJ Leaf. They added um, Jalen LeCue um, in the TJ Leaf deal. They are getting an F... They did nothing to make their team better. And like I said with uh, Orlando, they're dealing with a bunch of teams out there who are fighting to make it into the playoffs. Like I said, Charlotte got better. You see teams like Atlanta got better. And for Indiana, they're still fighting for that spot. I think they're not that good at this point in comparison to um, what they could have done. Um, so that's why I gave them that grade because overall... They got to, you know, try harder. Moving on to the next team here, which is the Sacramento Kings, who added Son Whiteside, Frank Kaminsky, Glenn Robinson III, and Tyrese Halliburton. Their offseason, in my opinion, is honestly B minus, to be honest. Um, it was pretty decent. Adding Whiteside and Kaminsky gives you good uh, center help. Glenn Robinson's a good shooter. Tyrese Halliburton can basically be your potential shooting guard of the future he was a steal at 12 um i think some people would have said just sign bogdanovich to his long-term deal except what atlanta was offering and then down the line um decide hey let's get rid of buddy healed and get assets back in that sense but i guess if you still like buddy healed and that's the case um your team's pretty solid so um yeah i think b minus moving on to uh, the Boston Celtics, who basically added Tristan Thompson, Jeff Teague, Aaron Nesmith, and Peyton Pritchard. And they lost out on Gordon Hayward, Ennis Cantor, Brad Wanamaker, Vincent Poirier. And I guess at this point, um, I have to give them also a B-. Um, 
I think they upgraded everywhere they needed to, which was backup point guard with Jeff Teague and Peyton Pritchard, three-point shooting with Jeff Teague, Aaron Nesmith, and Peyton Pritchard, and a starting center in Tristan Thompson. Say what you want about Hayward. Celtics didn't want to pay him. And more importantly, they get that trade exception, which could be used on one player, most likely will be used on multiple players, which maybe next offseason can get you a superstar. If there is a potential superstar out there in the future and the Celtics draft well, they use their picks, they maybe get two guys who make 12, 13 million, use those uh, contracts along with someone on your team already, you could get a, a good player. So I think B minus because everyone expected them to do so much more and they didn't, but it's not the worst offseason for sure. Moving on to the Toronto Raptors, who added Aaron Baines, Alex Len, DeAndre Bembry, Henry Ellison, and Malachi Flynn in the draft, and re-signed Fred VanVleet and Chris Butcher. They lost Marcus Ole, Serge Ibaka, Rondells, Hollis Jefferson, and Malcolm Milt. So, yeah, they lost their two best bigs, um, their two anchors at the center position. I think, um, you know... At this point, the Raptors are going to get a C because re-signing Van Vliet was pretty solid. I think Aaron Baines is a great center. He's not uh, nearly as good as Gasol and Ibaka, but I do like um, a lot of what the Raptors did. Um, it wasn't an awful free agency. It wasn't their best, and that's where we're at. Moving on to the Memphis Grizzlies, who added Mario Jagona, Desmond Bain, and they lost out on Josh Jackson. So... They didn't do too much here. I think Desmond Bain's a great draft choice. I'm going to give them a C-plus because they didn't really have too much to do, and their team overall wasn't the worst. And so I think um, they re-signed DeAnthony Melton, who could be good, Jonte Porter. Yeah, uh, C-plus. It wasn't a terrible offseason, but it wasn't the greatest. Utah Jazz. I got to give them a D-plus because I think... Derek Favors was a good signing, and re-signing Jordan Clarkson's not bad, but they didn't make any big moves. A team out there that is trying to maybe go for the playoff push and be a top-five team, you know, the way the West is, it's getting better, as is the East. you got to, you know, keep up or you're going to fall behind. So, D-plus. They didn't do uh, that many things, and it wasn't that great. Moving on to the Miami Heat, who honestly had a pretty solid offseason. They added Avery Bradley, Mo Harkless, Max Struess, and Precious Achua, while also re-signing Goran Dragic and Myers Leonard. I have to give them a B, and I think losing Derek Jones Jr. and Jay Crowder hurts a little bit, but adding Avery Bradley um, is uh, makes up for that. Mo Harkless makes up for that. Precious Achua was a great draft choice, so I got to give them a B. They got uh, a little bit better, in my opinion, and you can't really complain. Moving on to the Denver Nuggets, who added Jamichael Green, uh, Fonsando Campazzo, Isaiah Hartenstein, uh, RJ Hampton, and Zeke Nanjai, and re-signed Paul Millsap. So, really, I think um, losing Grant was tough, but Jamichael Green is um, a good replacement and uh, a little bit uh, cheaper. Um, I think they are getting a B-. They had a... Uh, pretty decent offseason with their things. Um, I can't give them a higher grade because I really expected them to do a lot more, especially seeing as teams are getting better every single year. And so, unfortunately, they didn't do too much. And so, they are um, 
getting a B minus because they could have done a lot more. Moving on to the Minnesota Timberwolves, who added Ricky Rubio, Ed Davis, Rondell's Hollis Jefferson, Anthony Edwards. They added uh, Leandro Balermo, and they added uh, uh, Jaden McDaniels, which were great choices in the draft. They are getting a solid B because they upgraded. The players they lost, which was Evan Turner and Kalen Martin, that's really it. They re-signed Beasley and Hernan Gomez. Rubio is going to be a great addition again, joining the Timberwolves for round two. Anthony Edwards is a solid uh, addition in the draft. So they had a pretty solid offseason. Moving on to the Brooklyn Nets, who get, in my book, um, a B. Uh, I think they basically upgraded at every spot. They got rid of Garrett Temple, replaced him with Landry Shamit. They added Bruce Brown. Um, who replaces Darson Musa. They added Jeff Green, who replaces Wilson Chandler. They kept Joe Harris. There wasn't a bad move on this team, and their offseason was pretty solid, but they didn't get hard, and they didn't get a superstar, and so I can't give them any higher than a B. Um, Los Angeles Clippers added Sergi Baca and Luke Kennard and Marcus Morris, and they lost Montrezl Harold, Jermichael Green, and Landry Shamit. Honestly... Paying a lot for Marcus Morris. I think it's worth it because he's a great player. Um, Sergi Bach is a great player. Uh, Kennard, when healthy, is better than Shamit. And honestly, their offseason was pretty solid. I give them a B plus. Losing out on Montrez Harrell is tough. But you place you replaced him with someone who might be uh, a lot older, but a little bit better in Sergi Bach. So, yeah, they get a B plus. Moving on to the Golden State Warriors, who added Kelly Oubre, Kent Bazemore, Brad Watermaker, and James Weissman. I don't think they had a bad move in their book. They lost Kai Bowman, but replaced him with Brad Watermaker. They added Kent Bazemore for nothing. James Weissman was a good choice. Uh, Kelly Oubre is solid. I have to give them as well a B plus. I think they could have gotten a little bit higher if they traded this, the second overall pick for a superstar, but adding the pick that they did, you can't complain. Um, you know, that's the deal. Then we have the Washington Wizards, who were in a tough spot, and their offseason to me is a B minus. Uh, Russell Westbrook for John Wall is a great trade. Denny Avija is a good player. Um, in the draft, they resigned Davis Burton Tans. Overall, they made their team better, and it wasn't flashy by all means, besides the the Westbrook move. But I do think. Adding those things helped them, and more importantly, helped keep uh, Bradley Beal happy. Then we have the Dallas Mavericks, who added Josh Richardson, James Johnson, Wesley Awudu, Josh Green, as well as a bunch of draft choices. Um, Resigned Trey Burke, Willie Cauley-Stein. Honestly, they upgraded in so many ways. Luka's their point guard. They added Josh Richardson and a bunch of wings. Uh, their team just looks so much better. They're getting an A. They had a great offseason, and I think what they did was perfect, so um, they're getting an A. Then we have the Portland Trailblazers, who added Covington, Derek Jones Jr., Ennis Cantor, and Harry Giles while re-signing Rodney Hood and Carmelo. Um, they paid a little bit um, in terms of uh, trading some draft picks for Covington, but he is going to be great alongside um, Damian and CJ. I think their team is overall great. I have to give them... In my opinion, a B plus because they had a pretty solid and a pretty good offseason. Then uh, we have uh, the Phoenix Suns who added Chris Paul, Jay Crowder, Etwan Moore, 
Langston Galloway and Jalen Smith. They lost out on uh, Ricky Rubio, Kelly Oubre, uh, Aaron Baines, and Frank Kaminsky. Um, basically, the only issue I have is they lost out on Aaron Baines and Frank Kaminsky, who were great backup centers. But I don't think it's a big deal because uh, they have a lot of great players. And adding two great shooters in Etuan Moore and Langston Galloway makes uh, for a great situation. And Jalen Smith can play the center at the backup position. And I love the Chris Paul move. I got to give them an A. Then we have the Atlanta Hawks who added Bogdan Bogdanovich, Gallinari, Rondo, Chris Dunn, Tony Snell, Solomon Hill, and on Kungwei on Kungyu. And their departures weren't big pieces for their team. They get an A+. I think they had the best offseason. They added so many great pieces. They're going to probably get back into the playoffs. Their team was amazing this offseason, and it worked out. Now, I think up next is OKC. And last season was a fluke. They had Chris Paul. They did great. But this offseason, they should have um, traded away their whole team, and that's what they did. Chris Paul's gone. Gallinari's gone. Schroeder's gone. Steven Adams is gone. Terrence Ferguson's gone. Andre Roberson's gone. Nerlens Noel's gone. And what did they add? Al Horford, Trevor Ariza, George Hill, Darius Miller, Justin Jackson, TJ Leaf, Aleski Poliavuski in the draft, and a ton of draft picks. They literally are hoarding first-round picks, and it's going to be a great situation in the future. They have a lot of Miami picks. They have a lot of Houston picks. They have a lot of Clippers picks. They have draft picks for days, and it's a great situation. If you're a Thunders fan, uh, yeah, they did something that is great, A-. minus. They didn't get any superstars, so they went in the total opposite direction. But for them, that was perfect. Moving on to the New Orleans Pelicans, who added Steven Adams, Eric Bledsoe, Willie Hernan Gomez, Kiara Lewis, re-signed Brandon Ingram, and really only lost Drew Holiday, Derek Favors, Etuan Moore, Jaleel Okafor, Darius Miller, Kendrick Williams, and Frank Jackson. They got a lot for Drew Holiday, and I like both sides of this deal. Um, adding Steven Adams was great. Uh, their team, in my opinion, got better, even though they got rid of one of their best players. They get an A-minus. They had a great offseason. I think Steven Adams is going to help so much. Um, I think Kiara Lewis could be great. Eric Bledsoe is a good role player and pretty solid. Then we have the Philadelphia 76ers who added Danny Green, Dwight Howard, Seth Curry, Terrence Ferguson, Tony Bradley, Justin Anderson, Isaiah Joe, and Tyrese Maxey while losing Al Horford, Josh Richardson, Raul Neto, Alec Burks, Glenn Robinson III, and Kyle O'Quinn. Now, one of the reasons why the Philadelphia 76ers were hoarding draft picks is because that's just what they love to do. And another reason is they can get rid of Al Horford while flipping draft picks. And they did probably the best thing in the world, which was getting rid of Al Horford for Danny Green and Terrence Ferguson, which helps them on the wing. The fact that they gave up the picks doesn't matter because their team got better with those guys. Plus, they added Seth Curry and Dwight Howard, who can be a backup center to Joel Embiid. The 76ers got better in a lot of ways, and they fixed a lot of their problems. A- minus because honestly, they flipped so many pieces to make themselves more of a fluid uh, basketball team. And then we have the Los Angeles Lakers, who they're going to get an A in my book because they added... Montrezl Harrell, Dennis Schroeder, Wesley Matthews, and Marcus Gasol. Basically upgraded pretty much any way possible. They lost out on their core, Rondo, Avery Bradley, Dwight Howard, Danny Green, JaVale McGee. And what they did 
was just added every uh, angle. Schroeder, he comes in, he's younger, he's a better shooter than Rondo. Wesley Matthews comes in, he's better than Danny Green. Marcus Soule is better than uh, Dwight Howard. You have Montrez Harrell coming in, who is better than JaVale McGee. And you still have Markeith Morris. You still have KCP, Anthony Davis, LeBron, Kuzma. Yeah, the Lakers are looking like they could be set up for another successful um, season. And they could be the next um, great basketball team. And we'll see um, their situation uh, next season. But it was a pretty good one for sure. So these are just my grades as I see them. Uh, this is just how I uh, went with it. So um, you can tell me what you think um, later on.